underrated bread for sandwiches is the croissant bread. Oh, dude, that's not underrated. Oh, or it's maybe underrated. it's uh. I don't think people really ever think maybe it about is underrated. it. Yeah. People never give the croissant the uh, respect it's due for being a good sandwich. Uh, chicken salad sandwich on a croissant? Oh my god. Chicken salad sandwich on a croissant. That's specifically why I thought of it, because I had chicken salad on a croissant earlier today. And it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. I was like, this is just fantastic. Breakfast sandwiches, lunch sandwiches, the croissant. So good. The uh, the buttery flaky crisp. dad joke that you seem to have in the holster ready to go for god knows how long and if you're still with us after that joke thank you for joining us and downloading the podcast we appreciate it so much make sure you rate and review and subscribe to us on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and on spotify also make sure you hit us up on instagram at thread lads and on twitter at last thread and if you have any comments questions concerns or any feedback at all we love hearing from you um all of y'all out there so please email us listeners at threadlads.com kevin did we have any emails this week we did we had a lovely email from uh uh long time listener i guess loyal kate. listener i should say right uh yep kate uh who emailed in response to our chick-fil-a sauce topic we got into last week talking about if how much we would pay for bottles of Chick-fil-A oh, yeah, sauce. Bottles turns, of Chick-fil-A out, sauce right. turns out they are available to purchase on the app for way less money than we uh, both said we would pay. They're $2.50 each, which is great because is there eight? Oh, wow. Eight That's significantly bottles. less than what we said we would pay for it. Um, yeah. Wait, how big I'm is the sure bottle? I said I'd, I'd say eight ounces. So, I mean, it's oh. like, you know. That's solid. Solid Because you're not using like, you know. But there's only, like I said, there's only like two flavors I would, I would get. I would get the Polynesian and I would get the Chick-fil-A sauce. Yeah, yeah, naturally. I think I would only end up getting the Chick-fil-A sauce. I feel like the Polynesian is so niche. I only would True. get that with chicken nuggets. I could put True. the Chick-fil-A yeah. sauce on like a lot of other shit. Um, I have, yeah. I usually very... save. What? I usually like save several packs of the Chick-fil-A sauce just so I can eat it with other stuff. Oh yeah, I mean that's a crucial that I mean, that was a big thing to do when they let you get your own sauce sauces at Chick Fil A. Now that you have to get that from the back, they 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 caught on to everybody just taking too many sauces from there. People because, went way overboard. Yeah, I mean that that's why you can't give people nice free things because people become maniacs. It's the same principle with all the candy in a bowl on Halloween and trick or treat. It's just, and you put a sign there that says, please take one. Well, guess what? Somebody's going to take all of it. And that's it's just what's going to happen. There can be, there can be a dozen kids that go by and only take one, maybe two. Then there's going to be some kid that dumps the whole thing in their sack. And that's Absolutely. just, how it's but um, that's very awesome and interesting information to know. Thank you, Kate, for that. I will now be going out and buying a bottle of Chick-fil-A sauce. Um, but I'm glad I'm glad that you're doing well, Kevin, because you, you, uh, did you watch any of that presidential debate? I did. I, uh, I did that watch me, some of it. It made me feel great. <laughs> like, it made yeah. me feel... It, I felt physically ill after that. I like, I, I, I had yeah, to turn it, it, was, I turned it off. Yeah, I turned it off, too. And I wasn't even going to, like, watch it because it kind of... I just kind of knew what was going to happen and yeah. like when you know exactly 30 minutes happened. in like everybody's like looking at it i'm like all right i'll just i'll just pop into this thing it was exactly what i thought it was going to be oh, yeah. why i didn't want to watch it was a maniac who has no respect for anybody 
and doesn't care about anybody but but himself. Uh, well, first of all, also debating. One... I use that word, term loosely. Yeah, somebody probably. that clearly his best years have passed him by, and that was just very. I was in overall. It was so disappointing. It was terrible to watch. Also, be a better moderator. Be a better moderator and also cut their mics off. I don't know. I don't know what he was supposed to do. Cut their mics off. Well, you can't. They they don't. Yeah, they don't want to because they like that. It's good for ratings, probably. Although I don't think there's any ads. Well, no, because like this between uh, both teams, the the terms of the debate are negotiated beforehand. But there's no way that either of them would like want to to have that so because like you then you could just have one of them going off about the other and then the other not being able to respond to anything and they could just be lying and spouting all sorts of like ridiculousness and then the person can't even just come in and be like no that's wrong and but like we see how like this is why they could have it like nfl they could have it like nfl where after like a certain amount of time it cuts off so after two minutes then it cuts off and then an open discussion, then they both stay on, no cutting off. And you could have, yeah, but, have but what if the guy just rails two minutes and it's all lies and conspiracy theories? Yeah, I know. But but, but <laughs> the other person has like, no, no option to be like, yo, that's not <laughs> at all remotely true. Know. Like you, you can't like there's no way for, that's yeah. why but that's why neither of neither of sides would like agree to that. There's no way yeah. both sides because they yeah. have to agree to the garbage. Term. And then I mean, it doesn't seem like Trump paid attention to any of the terms because he was basically and it's like all of the political norms and things that we've had that have been just torn down during his presidency it's just another one the debate was worthless i can't believe we're gonna have another two more of these we have a president who can't even literally the hardest time saying oh white supremacy is bad he literally just can't say those like words and it's been like this This, that's been Yeah, basically, he said, uh, like, stand by. Like, 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 what the fuck is that kind of that's ridiculous that's like rhetoric? That. But that's what it's been. That's what it's been the whole time. Yeah. Like, we saw it in Charlottesville, and it's, he's been repeating this type of shit for the whole time. And it's just really, get, it's really Yeah, the KKK also back in, like, 2016. The thing I don't get is the – because, you know, how he's, like, snapping back about being not being smart or whatever. And everyone, like, the everyone's talking about how Biden, like – has dementia or whatever that's like the conspiracy that's going around facebook apparently right right but does no one remember the fact that trump let's not let's not repeat these fucking bullshit conspiracies that are on facebook and give them any sort of legitimacy because they don't deserve it they don't deserve any of that our president was bragging about being able to walk down a ramp like that's why i don't understand these like that's why we are such an embarrassment of a country yeah like all of that all of the shit that we've been through and all we're going through we still have like two super old white dudes debating like debating about like rice race and all this bullshit and um and like i mean i have my problems with like joe biden i have many problems with joe biden as well i don't i i don't like how old is he is like he has no position to even call trump out about his tax returns because he's the like or he was the representative of a state that is basically a ta- tax haven for corporate uh, companies because you can incorporate in Delaware and not pay any any state yeah. like taxes on any of that stuff. So like all sorts of companies incorporate there and then don't even have their headquarters there or anything like that. So it it, it's, it was just like such a sad, depressing thing to see last night. Even though like I kind of knew that's what it was going to be. And it went exactly uh, how I thought it went. Yeah, we're, we're, we're worse, <laughs> we're not any better as a country for it. I can't believe there's nah. gonna be two more of these fucking things. Um, then th- yeah, maybe, maybe we really do need to call in Joe Rogan to uh to just sit these two down in a room <laughs> and go at it, although that would never happen. Neither, neither I don't know what, it, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd I listen know. to it for sure. Oh, 100%. It could have been worse than whatever the fuck happened last night. That's for damn sure. It could not. Yeah, you're right. I, mean, <laughs> like, I don't know that what that true. shit was. Um, but, yeah. So, there's that. And I, I figured we might as well just at least talk about that for a minute because it's, it's pretty much all anybody was, like, you know, paying attention to, obviously. It's the, one of the biggest presidential debates 
in like presidential elections in uh, our history. But I do, I do want to reiterate to people still go out there and vote because um, like regardless of what you think, it's like anything about those people, like there's so much important stuff on a, on a local level and stuff that really, like stuff that really is going to affect you and, uh, and stuff that's going to affect drawing uh, different districts and for voting rights and all sorts of different things on the local level that you still have to get the, out there and vote, even though even if last night was was a pretty big damper on just any ideas that you have about it. But yeah, that was yeah. But yeah, you're right. There's more more on the ballot than just the the president. Yeah, yeah, tons. But um, and other, I guess just current event news and this is this is a little sports related and a lot of people don't like when we talk about sports but the nfl national football league has just had its first several cases on one team uh the tennessee titans and now they're like postponing and shit and it kind of seems like they don't have a plan uh what to do because it's been like a day and it's been like two days since it was announced that there's there's positive tests and there really hasn't really hasn't well, I do, they don't yeah. have any backup plans or anything i think and i'm like yo this shit was definitely going to happen i don't understand how y'all aren't yeah here. well we looked up the one article that definitely showed that it seems like they built in a couple of weeks and i did listen to a couple guys today that there are like built-in weeks to kind of swap around and but i think the hardest part about this is it's almost like you have to wait until the last minute for like the testing to come back because I mean the incubation period or whatever the time is so long. Yeah. So the, I mean, like, it's, it's indefinitely postponed. I just like, they're going, they're, well, we don't know. I, it, we it, do it, know it, that it will, it will Titans to. aren't going to be able to practice. The, there's the no whole week. That's a major disadvantage. Yeah. There's no way they're going to play that game next week. It would be I like did only a week. Since the NFL put out a memo about, um, masks though um, oh yeah and like go, like going really hard now on it saying like it's not just going to be fines you, you could forfeit draft picks and things like yeah, that that's because motherfuckers are getting COVID. did you see notre think, dame's football team just got 18 yeah. positive tests on it um because for some reason college kids need to be going to play football even though they're not being <laughs> fucking paid for it but risking their lives and health well, the S- in all sorts well, the of ways N- yeah which I mean, some doesn't of that, make any sense to me. Um, that's sure. because the, a lot of the NFL, I forget what coach it was that said, like, when they're, uh, when they're, uh, like, overviewing potential draft picks or whatever, analyzing, they're going to go with players that have played more recently. So I think a lot of people opted right. back in after they said that. I mean, you know, it's yeah. tough because it could possibly be their careers. It, it's tough, you know. I mean, not for all those kids, though. It's so no, little for, that they're for actually going to actually make the NFL. Yeah, but they like, don't. So many of these, like, you know. Well, I mean, I'm like sure some that. dude playing for fun, like some random dude on half of these teams, like some random dude on like fucking Vanderbilt. He's not going to yeah. leave. He's not going to leave. But he's out there. Hard to squash. Yeah, I know. No, I know. I just, you know, it's. Um, I'm, Sorry for being concerned about the future of these kids' well-being when we don't know the long-term effects of what this shit could do. They're already yeah, like no, risking definitely. their fucking brains by, you know, going out there with the CTE and all that shit. So, I mean, I, know, I definitely I, agree. I, people keep bringing up because baseball had an outbreak right when it started, but yeah. baseball is a little bit different because you're not right up on people in baseball. Like, in yeah, football, you are literally on top of people you're, you're like, breathing sweating breathing, bleeding pissing. in some cases yeah. pissing i don't know they piss themselves dude those linemen piss themselves they say that I, who said that I don't a remember. bunch of linemen have said that I, i'll look it up right now. that i would not be pissing myself like that seems so uncomfortable and i'd be pissed not to you in light of a better term but i'd be pissed off if i was like trying to play football against somebody that pissed themselves. I'd be legitimately heated. Like, I don't know if we talked about this on 
on the show before, but I I don't do well with he, human like like thro- like like humans like or people. I don't know why I'm saying human. Like I'm not one. Uh, people that like throw up like that's fine. It's the other two. It's number one, number two that I'm like. I don't want any of that shit around. I don't want, for lack of a better term, again, I don't want any of that stuff around me. I don't want any of it. That uh, former, physically makes me ill, actually. I got a couple here. Uh, a couple? Former Denver. Uh, yeah, a few. Uh, former, I'll, I'll just name these two stuck out in particular. Former Denver Broncos offensive lineman, uh, Mark Sklareth. I'm sure they know him in Denver, I guess. Uh, would pee his pants in the middle of every game. And former NFL. Why? Why? Former, Why? Why did you need to former do that? Dolphins, <laughs> former Dolphins linebacker Channing Crowder used to pee himself every game. He, he said he said personally he peed himself every game. Why? I don't even understand why. You're, why. you're in all those pads, I guess, and you want to make yourself gross? I don't know, dude. I, I, you always uh, have to pee in the middle of your game. It's only like okay. three hours that you always have to... I, I don't know. I call bullshit on that. I feel like those dudes are just gross. They're just... I'm trying to upplay their grossness. I don't know. did it a couple times back in like uh may when we were doing our office move but i wasn't yeah. really like working i was just going to like help pack and like move and stuff but tomorrow i have to i'm meeting um like vendors that are coming to install stuff so i have to, I have to be there like at eight and i'm probably going to be there you know the full day so i'm going to be like getting up and getting ready and driving oh in the morning it's it feels weird like i feel like my first day of school kind of again it just feels yeah it's been so long I couldn't imagine doing that. I've been working from home, obviously, for since March. How many months ago was that? Is that six months? How long have no, we been? Like yeah, that? it's been more than that. I, I'm like kind of excited at the same time, cause just because it's something different, I guess. But right. I'm also like not excited at the same time. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. It's a weird feeling. There's the excitement of, yeah, just doing something, because there's been so little doing of anything. But yeah. um, it's also going into work for for right. a day and rush hour traffic. I I I've gotten real real comfortable working from home. <laughs> like yeah, I mean me I, too. I I was just like talking. I haven't bought any new clothes in, in six months. I have barely worn regular pants other than to go to the store. That like sure, I've worn a lot of. A lot of a lot of sweatpants, a lot of sweatshorts over the summer. Now it's becoming regular sweatpants. Um, threw on some shorts to go to the store, but yeah. And the, the, I, I still don't, I still don't know when I'm gonna feel like comfortable going out to normalcy. Like things, like things are start like I, I like we can eat indoors now here and stuff. But I'm kind of like nah. Still yeah. trying to only eat outdoors. I'm kind of like used to the lifestyle now. Yeah, I am. Um, I've done outdoor eating. I have. I th- oh, I have eaten indoors once, but it was at like my grandparents' like neighborhood restaurant. There was no one else inside, but I haven't gone oh, to like yeah, a no. restaurant with like a bunch of other people there. No, I still think it might be a little bit, but um. But that's funny. You you you're probably like all right to get up and go to work though. Like you you're already on like an old man time schedule. You're like out by nine p.m. up by <laughs> five. <laughs> like yeah, you, 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 it, you're like that. That's a crazy uh crazy hour. How did you become? How did you become a person that goes to sleep that early and goes to bed or like wakes up that early? When is that like, like a gradual just progression of like waking up earlier and earlier? just like liking waking up that early and something or i think it's when i started running because i would have to run before work so i would get up i'd want to get up and 
and like do my, oh no you know what, what or it was when i started doing my it stuff because i would wake up early to study oh, before right. work and that, i think that's what it was i don't yeah. really know but i like it now but the, but the difference is like now when i wake up early i can like you know read stuff on my phone and i save so much time by like not doing that normal commute and i still take a sh- like i chop in the shower every morning but i just like hop in the shower and then throw on like a t-shirt and shorts i'm not like getting ready and like going to drive somewhere so that's yeah, true different you know yeah no that's that's probably pretty different. Do you like have problems waking up or like sleeping in on weekends or are you up that early on weekends too? I just sleep like seven on the weekends. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, unless I'm so, like out, going out the night before, but so like during winter when it's, it's still dark out, you'll be oh, yeah. sleeping in. It's still dark out on the weekend. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I, I aspire to be like that type of person one day like and I, i've had stretches where i wake up early and like do the workout thing before work and i come into work and i've got like a nice like kind of vibe going because i just like worked out and stuff but like that shit is hard to keep up i just like can't do it personally props on you <laughs> for for sticking sticking through that um, it's all about just getting into a routine that's all yeah yeah right uh, my routine it, it's hard though to get to that routine waking up like i talked about it like last week's pod i am i'm very much not not a morning person um but kevin have you seen the new like we talk about or we have talked about like a lot of different fears about the future and technology and what that could hold and i'm always going back and forth on it like sometimes i'm like just bring in all the technology I want all the technology. Make me a uh, a cyborg. Plant me with like whatever. I want to try to live forever. I'm all about that. Download my consciousness on to <laughs> a database somewhere where I can live forever. And then sometimes I'm like, nah, screw this. I need to move up as far away from everything as possible. Get a shack in the middle of nowhere and like farm my own land. Tend <laughs> into my own things and uh, be self-sufficient and this new invention by like the ring security like doorbell people um this has got me kind of feeling more to the latter of of my flip-flopping into where i'm a little bit a little bit worried about these things so they've uh invented this new indoor security drone basically um it's to act like a next level indoor security thing and it's this drone that basically will fly around your house when you're not there and you know do all the security things it has a camera on it it like they, they sell it as um being this thing like if you leave your oven on or you leave like the, the window open or something like that you can see it with your your security drone and i'm like yo that that like never happens first of all like how often does that ever happen and re- resulting in anything? I don't know. Like, this just seems like way too much, just too much invasion by these big companies because Ring is owned by Amazon. Yeah. So that's a big problem. Ring has they, hundreds of contracts with police. Yeah, um, I was just about to say that. Around yeah. the country. That's too. my biggest. They, it's super sketch. I, I was waiting for you. I didn't know if you knew that or not. Yeah, that's one yeah. of like the biggest things i have with yeah it's with like why, why like why do we need these things in our in our life and like i i trust me when the the alexas and google homes and stuff were first coming out i was like kind of all about it and then i got a google home and then i was just like well i don't i don't really do anything with it i like yeah. I literally asked what the weather is gonna be it's like something i could check on my phone and for yeah. what the pri- the potential privacy that I'm giving up, I just don't think the trade off is worth it. Yeah, and it's, it's not to be it. putting a security drone thing, unless it's like gonna like I don't know. That's I was gonna say unless it has lasers that can uh, shoot burglars, but then it's probably going to become like self aware and do that to me. <laughs> like, I yeah, I have like a big it's, it's it's like I actively try to keep my privacy like somewhat in check with all the internet connected to the iot devices and stuff 
and it's hard and it's still like basically impossible and someone was yeah. telling me recently like about all the wi-fi like appliances and stuff they're getting in their house and the whole time they're talking i'm just thinking in my head like that is just a nightmare that's just like a disaster just everything yeah. is being collected on you and it just puts so many holes into your own system too that it's just like ugh. it makes me just like <laughs> there, there's just pretty much it no, it's, all, it's almost nothing you can do about it nowadays yeah. if you want to live any sort of modern lifestyle there's almost like something that you're giving up as a trade-off yeah. for these services that people are putting out. Uh, did we talk about that uh, Netflix movie, The Social Dilemma? I think I just mentioned to watch it. Oh, okay. I actually still haven't watched it, but I really need to watch it. And you I, should watch it. It's good. Yeah. I, I mainly haven't watched it because I'm just scared of what I'm going to learn. Just like all this data yeah. that these companies are collecting on us, and they're they're learning us. They're learning everything about us. Like literally everything, like how what we do when we're happy, when we're sad, when we're le- like yeah. just learning every single thing about us, and we don't need to be inviting uh, <laughs> drones and in to help with that monitoring of us. Like Jesus Christ. Well, it's know. like a big problem because you know it's like you start seeing this stuff, and then you're just being fed more and more of it. And I won't get into anything specific, but it's like then someone calls you out on something being dumb as fuck and you're like and those people just like pull out their phone and then they're just constantly bombarded with more dumb shit and then they're right. like oh see it is real but it's like oh. anyway it's i can't get wait into you... <laughs> why can't you get into it are you are you afraid you're going to go off the the rails a little too much because it seems like you're you're chomping at the bit you have a lot just 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 a sample of one idea maybe so that people could get it more of a idea of what you're talking about no, it's just that it's just like you know things are being tailored based on what you're what you're looking at, and then the algorithms, the algorithms that was you know. But it's just yeah. like it is. The feeds are tailored to give you more of what you are looking at to keep you engaged and right. on on the platform. So yeah. you know, why your if you phone do always out, has these like little pop ups of things always uh, to go be checking back your phone. And, um, but yeah, so it's like you, you do. Know, you know, you get called out on something or someone points out something else and you're like, oh, that's, you know, whatever. And then you pull out your phone and then you just, you know, it's the uh, confirmation bias or whatever. And just being fed what you want to, you know. It's right. Just, it's, well, yeah, that's 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 a major problem with our society as a whole right now. Anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that that is pretty scary. Um, people don't don't buy that. Don't buy that drone thing. You're, you're going to regret it. As you know, and some people listening to this podcast may know, I've, I've, I've really, really gotten into cooking. Um, it's, become a, it's become a minor passion of mine, quite frankly. I'm just taking in all sorts of things, cooking. and I've been really upset because we're getting our kitchen remodeled, and it's been like two weeks, and it's still not quite done. And uh-huh. it's, been re- it's been really annoying, and I've been eating out way too much and spending way too much money on food. But um, I decided that maybe I could start to do share some of the recipes for things that I make on the podcast. You know, people out there also like to cook, you know, are probably looking to take a break from getting some takeout or cooking some of the stuff that they do at home. And I just wanted to share that. It would be a nice little segment called Jay. I don't know. What what should this segment be called? Uh, Cooking time with Jay. Jay's... I don't know. You're putting us on the spot here. Shay J. Yeah, I probably should have (laughs) asked you that question while we weren't. But let's do this. Shay J shares one of his uh, recipes. So this one that I have is basically a play off of the chicken spinach roll-ups that are at Zoe's Kitchen. I don't know if they have those by you. Um, Zoe's Uh, Kitchen is... it's kind of like a they chain a, restaurant, yeah. and it's got like Mediterranean food, kebabs, uh, 
tzatziki and all that good good stuff like greek mediterranean kind of shit um and like me and my girlfriend made this the other night it was fantastic it's, it's super easy to do it's fairly cheap um doesn't take a lot of different ingredients so what you're going to need you're going to need some chicken you're going to need a little red onion or any onion whatever one you got some red pepper i used some tomatoes some cherry tomatoes olive oil garlic um some frozen spinach or you could blanch some spinach if you want the fresh spinach and don't want to like frozen i like i, I don't know the frozen spinach has like kind of a weird taste to me so i i prefer to use fresh spinach um, yeah i'm not a big on frozen spinach yeah yeah so you can do the frozen spinach then you can have you need some salt pepper and whatever kind of other spices that you use i used a little oregano some chili powder a little tarragon a little more marjoram um in there along with like some salt and pepper um and don't be afraid of that seasoning people out there yeah. like don't be afraid of the seasoning i tell my girlfriend all the time don't be afraid of over over salting that um because it usually ends up under salt <laughs> wait what did anthony bourdain say in his book kitchen confidential he said however much salt you think you need triple it and then add more <laughs> yeah and i i totally agree with that and it, it goes pretty much especially with like any protein people always undersalt chicken or steak yeah. and stuff like load that shit up you can't season the inside of the meat you gotta get that thing like layered up because some of it comes off with the cooking and no, yeah yeah like, uh, yeah don't just go don't heavy. be afraid of seasoning that baby up that's a great book too. If you haven't read it, check out Kitchen Confidential by uh, the late Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. Anyway, well, impromptu uh, recommendation. Right it's a great there. book. It's a great read. Yeah, easy read. I I um I actually have to read that. I haven't read it. Maybe I should oh. get that and read it. It's good. It seems yeah. like something that would be totally up my alley. So I need to do. It that. would be. Um. So basically, you're you're gonna want to dice up your your chicken into small slices or pieces or whatever. Um. Just something easy to mix up. Then you want to throw that olive oil and a skillet until it's hot um then you want to add your chicken your onions and your pepper um the pepper and onions you want to dice also forgot to mention that when you're making your mazampla um which is like the whole everything that you're going to be using while cooking then uh yeah cook that over some medium high heat until the chicken's done onions and peppers are tender then you want to add that garlic saute for about 30 seconds to a minute get that nice rich aroma um then you're going to add the spinach if you're using um well whichever spinach you're using whether or not it's frozen or fresh spinach you want to make sure you dry that baby out you want to get some cheesecloth some paper towels and wring the crap out of that you don't want any extra liquid um because the peppers the onions they're already going to they're going to um have like a bunch of like coming off of them already so then you're going to throw in that spinach along with your tomatoes if that's something that you want to use you don't have to use tomatoes um but i liked uh dicing up some cherry tomatoes and throwing them in there then you want to stir all that up in skillet get it all nice and mixed and then season here's where you got to season you get that salt you get that pepper you get whatever other stuff you're using your oreganos stuff like that and throw it in there get that all nice and mixed up then get that feta cheese that i told you about i love feta cheese i love mediterranean food quite honestly everything about it other than, i'm not a big olives person which is problematic with mediterranean food but i do yeah, love I mediterranean deal, food in general i can deal with some black olives on certain things, but yeah. I'm not a huge fan of green olives. I'm not a huge fan of green olives either, but I do love, I love a extra dirty martini, like an extra dirty ah. martini with a bunch of yeah. olive juice. I'm do you eat in. the olives? No. Oh yeah, me either. <laughs> but I, I, it's pro, it's basically the salt that I like, really. I couldn't but, tell you the last time I, I ordered a, or ever ordered a dirty martini or an extra dirty dirty martini. I probably only had it if it was like given to me or someone made it. Really, I I love that. Where like, are you, you ordering are... extra dirty martinis? A fucking restaurant. Which I mean, I haven't been to in six months. So I mean, I guess I, in that in that terms, I haven't had an extra dirty martini. But you go out with the. Uh, in your case, your wife. Uh, in my case, my girlfriend. You go out to a nice little restaurant. You're, you, 
Um, I have a go-to maybe, drink. You're maybe sitting at the bar before you go, like, have your meal, or maybe it's the first drink that you get when you get to your table. Get an extra dirty martini, you know? No, no. Feeling I'm an good. old-fashioned. I'm an old-fashioned man myself. An old-fashioned. That's, see, that's like a that that's a good drink, but it's kind of that's a great like, drink. I that's a like, great drink. Well, no, I just feel like old it's better than extra away. Dirty, extra dirty martini. That is that is. I'm not James Bond over here. That's extremely extremely um it's very subjective like, I know. subjective like oh my god also you know one of the things with uh james bond's martini he always shake says shake and not sure you never you never shake a martini you <laughs> never shake a martini you always stir it <laughs> that's something that never made sense to me but it does sound cooler i guess yeah, that sounds awesome but yeah the, kevin you go out you get yourself a belvedere gray goose uh, or the martini with a little fucking olive juice in there. It will set your night off right. I tell you that. I'll tell you that right now. It's going to be a good night uh, if you do that. So um, back to the directions for the roll-up. Um, yeah, throw in that feta cheese and get it all nice and melty. I threw in um, a little um, mozzarella as well to help everything bind up together a little bit. It get all sticky and it gets all sticky and just like delicious, cheesy, beautifulness. Um, then once you, all that cheese starts to melt, then you get out your tortillas. Totally forgot to say that you got to get some flour tortillas for this. They are chicken roll-ups, of course. So then you just like throw that, that chicken mixture out of your skillet into the tortillas and roll it up basically like you would think, just like a straight roll-up. You don't have to close the ends or anything um, and just throw that on a baking pan. And then you throw that under the broiler for about like 10 minutes until they're all crispy and crunchy and pop them out. And you've got like a fairly healthy, um, very delicious meal that is great for reheating like in the oven or if you have an air fryer or a toaster oven or something like that. I also like to dip those into some tzatziki. It's fantastic. It's beautiful. And it's easy. It's really easy. Anybody can do this shit. Um, something that, like, I when I first started cooking, um, like, it can be kind of daunting, like, for people to go into the kitchen and just think it takes all of this stuff. You just kind of got to do it a few times. It, but there's so much easy stuff that you can do and still make flavorful, delicious meals. I think that, and I feel like yeah. this one is pretty straightforward, but it tastes good and it makes you feel like you really did something, but it wasn't that much. Work. It doesn't take that much work. I feel like for a lot of people, it's like the, the, the thought that it's going to be a lot of work stops them, you know, but it doesn't have to yeah. be, you can get, you can make good stuff or start with a crock pot or something too. You know, yeah. that's easy. Just throw stuff into, and then you'll branch out. Yeah. Yeah. I, um... And that, yeah, I'm not going to do any crazy, but like I, maybe I can bring like, we can get some reception on how people like this segment. Um, and maybe I I've got some great more. recipes I'll throw in. Oh, well, Easy then ones. I would love to have <laughs> not pizza, pizza eggs. Are you going to teach pizza eggs are different? Pizza? We'll have categories. We'll have categories because I've got <laughs> those types of categories too, like my bacon, egg, and cheese fried rice. You know, that, uh, well, that's a little yeah. more, that's slightly above pizza eggs, but also good. <laughs> it it sounds basically the same. But Mackenburger, I, one of my famous recipes. I don't even know if ooh, I can give that out. Ooh, that sounds uh, interesting. Maybe you can make a, a dumbed down version for people, but don't give out your secret secret uh spices or i'll give the herbs yeah i'll give the uh i'll give i'll do some you given the the nicer recipes and i'll throw in some of the easier uh quicker ones i guess all right yeah categories yeah yeah we can do some categories we Um, need to cook on this podcast we well or what do you mean cook or we could (laughs) make something at the same time hear us cook we could have have segment. we would have to do a video like that would have to be video. Nobody wants to. Yeah, you definitely nobody you wants Zooms. to hear us <laughs> make food. <laughs> and quite frankly, I don't feel like, yeah, audio doing that while I cook. But I, I would be willing to do a, a video or something if that's something people would be into, something people would be receptive to.
haven't watched all of the debate last night. Did they talk about like global warming at all? I didn't watch it all either. I don't. Uh, I, I don't that's know. Right. Just like I think the northern hemisphere just experienced its hottest summer in modern history uh, <laughs> this past summer. And yeah, I, it's, oh. it's like, why are people still not caring about this? I don't understand. Well, I guess there's so much that people don't give a shit about. It, I don't even know, like, what do people even care about anymore? Because uh, they don't care about Black Lives Matter. They don't care about global warming. They don't care about systematic racism. They don't care. What, what do people care about? It's like making money. <laughs> like, yeah. Money. <laughs> like trying to be fair, like I don't like what do what do we even aspire to as a country anymore? I don't understand. I've been reading about I I was reading I forget the name of it. There's a name for it, but it's it like scared the crap out of me. I was like, great, another thing to worry about because all of these like they keep discovering these like preserved animals that are like thousands of years old, but because they've been frozen, they they're like perfectly you know preserved. Oh, yeah. Right, and uh, it's because like the permafrost is melting, so we're like finding all this shit. And then I started oh, going down it. I started going down a rabbit hole, and there's an I forget the name of it, but it's like a thing that's happening when the permafrost is melting, and it's just gonna like release like a deadly amount of like methane gas, and everyone's just gonna fucking die. And I was like, I mean, oh great, that's probably what we're headed for. That's probably what's gonna kill us all. I mean, it's yeah. gonna be something. Hopefully it doesn't happen for another, you know, 70 years so we can be dead by the time that happens. But, uh... Yeah. <laughs> God, having a kid... How do you have a kid? How do you have... How are people having children right now? Like, there's so little to be optimistic about in the future. I guess even, like, specifically in this country. That I would just be, like, having a hard time having a great outlook for my child's future. Um, it's regardless. something something to worry about i mean i guess you just had to push through just like everything else i guess but <laughs> just gotta push through keep holding on um i wish i could remember the name of this what it was called i i do as well um i do as well um so i'm gonna hit y'all with a little american history african-american history to be specific but not really that specific because it's american history on this day well it will be october 1st so this day if you're listening to this on the thursday that we released this october 1st 1872 morgan state university was founded it is a historically black college located in baltimore is why i'm bringing it up um my mom went to morgan state my aunts went to Morgan State. Oh. My brother went to Morgan State. My sister went to Morgan State. Um, so shout out to all the Morgan State Bears. My sister's boyfriend went to Morgan State. So shout out to Morgan State Bears. Uh, and that is some cool African-American history for y'all. Just just going to hit y'all with that real quick. Um, so we don't, yeah, we, we didn't do the best job for probably preparing a rundown for this week. So we're probably just going to uh, get out of here soon, but I did want to hit Jaw with our recommendations. Our recommendations for anybody that doesn't know is a segment where me and Kevin just recommend something that we've been getting into. It could be movies, TV, books, magazines, food, anything at all that has been interesting us, and we hope it might interest you as well. Kevin, did you have a recommendation for this week? Um, well, my recommendation is a piggyback off of last week's, which is watch Cobra Kai if you haven't. Oh my god. I rewatched <laughs> it this week and it is so good. Like, all I the streaming platforms, how. all the channels, all the millions of shows to watch. You rewatched Cobra Kai a week after watching it the first time? I actually rewatched The Karate Kid. I'm gonna bust through the trilogy because like, I never saw the third Karate Kid. Um, uh, yeah, I think we we talked about this last week. Um, yeah, so I still haven't gotten time. I to watch. feel like the third Karate Kid wasn't good. I'm just gonna go on a limb yeah. and say that. That's why, like, I didn't even know there was a third Karate Kid. It's probably trash. I did find out that um, Ralph Macchio is, uh, you know, Daniel the Daniel son. Uh, oh yeah, he's sixty. He's like fi- he's fifty eight years old. He looks oh, great. Really? Well, I mean, he's that playing movie like a came... dude in his forties. That movie came out like 
what, like 35? Like, when did, when, did the, when did the Karate Kid come out? It was like the 80s, right? The 80s, yeah. But yeah. I guess he, but he looked so young years, back yeah. then, but he was playing a senior in high school, I guess. So. Right, yeah. Um, he does still look great now, though. I have seen pictures of He looks great for his age. I will say that. Um, He's definitely uh, kept, kept him, you know, took care of himself. Yeah, yeah. He definitely, he definitely um, washes, exfoliates, tones, and moisturizes. That's for damn sure. He probably oh, gets yeah. a little, probably gets a little hair color too. Um, my, you know what I was thinking about though. Sorry to cut you off there. <laughs> no, um, fine. It, how weird would that be though? Like, uh, for not, uh, uh, Ralph Macchio, the you know Daniel, like all the other right. characters in Karate Kid. Like, you know, I don't know what Johnny was doing necessarily. Like, he probably did some other movie. I'm sure he's been a working actor for the past whatever. But then, like, uh-huh. all of a sudden, thirty some years later, you're like getting thrown back into it because this show you did of a sequel of the popular movie you're in is like blowing up on netflix that's got to be like so crazy i mean like a big boost in money randomly yeah i was gonna say there's probably nothing more than excitement that he's getting because none of those dudes have done shit since karate kid like at all yeah um so to have like some sort of resurgence and re like reliving probably some of their more fonder memories of being in uh, the acting world it's probably pretty cool for him i would imagine and now like we have it's like a whole another generation of people that go back and watch the karate kid and can like learn from all the valuable lessons taught in that and all that good shit so i i uh i think that's probably nothing but positivity coming from that it's probably really cool. yeah um, my recommendation um, has to do with this book, Man's Search for Meaning. Kevin, did we read Man's Search for Meaning in, the, in yeah. high school? Yes. Nice. I, I just, uh, especially, you know, just with everything going on in the world today and like very much sparked off by the, <laughs> the fucking debate last night, um, I, I was reminded of this book and went back and starting to read it a little bit and it really deals with the idea of tragic optimism it's written it's a book written by victor frankel chronicling his experiences as a prisoner in a nazi concentration camp and basically it's kind of just identifying psychological reasons um for people to keep believing to keep looking in every moment uh, for some positivity, no matter where you're coming from, since that's what he had to do and what all the people in the these Nazi concentration camps had to do every day is to, in order to stay sane, is to kind of focus on um, on what basically Frankel concludes the meaning of life to be, and is to find uh, life always has meaning in every single moment there's some meaning to be taken from them. There's something that you can take out of that. And I feel like that this book, um, given the times, yeah, it's a great book. And given the times that we're in, it might help a lot of people who might be feeling very stressed, very anxious, very concerned with the way things are going. It's a, I think it's just a good read. I very much suggest people go out and uh, read that right now. I, 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 got a lot out of it by revisiting it i um i reread that later and i've always liked reading a lot but we especially at in our high school had like a really good some like really great uh curriculum as far as books go that to where like do you ever i still have like i'll randomly get visual memories of like certain like scenes and books when i read them especially when it's like really powerful and there's one i like and i for some reason like I, i don't remember man's search for, for meaning like totally because i read it the last time i read it was like 10 years ago but i'll never forget the one scene where he's talking about being in line and the uh, talking about having the guy ladle him uh soup from the bottom of the pot to get oh, like yeah. something like some like carrots or something instead of just like the broth and i was just like for... dang that's like one of those uh, parts of a book that like always sticks sticks with me yeah, it, it, there's a lot of parts about that book that um, now going back and reading it, it's like very much, uh, very much hitting me. Um, 
and I will leave with the the, the final uh, just I think thoughts from this book that I I think are really useful right now, and it's the world is in a bad state, but everything will become worse if we each don't do our best. And there's a lot of people not trying to do their best right now and have no problem doing that. And um, and hopefully we can just do our best to push past it and do our best to be our best. I, I could have said that a lot better, but <laughs> strive to do our best, try to make this world a better place. That's all we can do. There's these times uh, um, of just like downward thought and negativity, but I mean, we can only try our best to move out of it, basically. Um, but yeah, I guess that will do it for us this week on the Thread Lives Podcast. It's been another fun week here potting with you, Kevin. I'm going to 100% have a game next week or something and spice this up. A, a little bit um it's been a little too long since i've come with a fun thing to do but um thank you everybody for listening to us and if you enjoyed us please tell your family friends loved ones anybody that you might think would be interested in a podcast like ours we appreciate all of the support so um kevin any last words for the people before we get out of here stay healthy people yeah stay healthy and safe please and for Kevin O'Connor, I'm Justin Dorsey, and this has been the Thread Lads Podcast. Friends.